Hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This is Stinchfield, the podcast. Joe Biden continues to get worse. And I mean worse and worse and worse. His mental decline was on display Friday like you would never see before. I'm going to go through his speech. I asked my producer, pick some clips and then surprise me with the clips. And let's respond to them. There are more gaffes, debacles, lies, stutters, stammers in this one speech than I have ever seen, which leads me to believe Joe Biden most certainly is a dementia-ridden patient who is a national security risk. Of course, the podcast is brought to you by Midas Gold Group. We're so happy to have them as title sponsors of the podcast. MidasGoldGroup.com, that's where you can get your gold from. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD. Veteran-owned, and I know them personally, which means you can trust them. Uh, All right, with that, let's get the show started. Uncensored and unapologetic, this is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. All right, I told you folks that it was a bad day for Joe Biden. Uh, Just a couple days ago, he gives a speech. So what I want to do today is I want to go through clips of that speech to put on display why he has to be beaten when it comes to the race for the White House come November. President Trump is our only guy that can get us and and restore us to the greatness the White House should be. Uh, Joe Biden really now is not only an embarrassment, he's a disgrace, but he's a national security risk. So I'm going to play some of these clips, and then I'm also going to play some of the Democrat lawmakers defending him over the uh, over the weekend, Sunday morning talk shows. And it goes to show you a fish rots from the head, right? Well, these Democrat lawmakers must be just as dementia-ridden and delusional as Joe Biden for them to make the comments that they did. So with that, let's let's start with Joe Biden giving a speech to mayors from across America. Over 100 mayors come to see him, and he gives a speech, and he starts to free roll it. Now, if you're a Biden staffer, and Joe Biden starts to free roll, meaning get off the teleprompter, and he starts to just make up things as he goes— you better brace yourself. This is where you're going. No, no, no. This is going to turn into a train wreck. He's going to lie about something. He's going to uh, going to make a gaffe. And sure enough, Joe Biden didn't disappoint. Even if it's just his ridiculous, ridiculous comments that leave you shaking your head like this one. I tell every young man who's telling me I'm thinking of getting married or somebody. I said, look, I, you have any advice? I said, yeah, pick a family with five sisters or more. And they look at me, what the hell is that all about? I said, it's really simple. That way, one of them always loves you, not the same one. <laughs> you always have somebody on your side. Pick a family with five sisters. That way, there'll always be someone that loves you. So first off, my response is, Joe Biden, you have a problem with people not loving you? Clearly, your approval rating is now at 32%. Um, there's a lot of Americans that do not love you. But this idea of five sisters, or was this some kind of bizarre sexual thing? You know, this is constantly a road he goes down with this disgusting, creepy sexual comments. Is that what the five sisters comment was about? Now, if that was all he had to say, it would be bad. But it wasn't all he had to say. And I was getting in the elevator to to come up and... uh... My introducer, where is she? There she is. I said, every time that I hear hail the chief, I wonder, where the hell is he? (laughs) 
Folks, is it a funny joke? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's a funny joke if uh, you're someone who has a history of being in charge and in command and can make a self, self-deprecating self uh, joke like that about yourself. But if you're Joe Biden and you're being accused of not knowing where you are, when you're accused of not knowing who's in the room, when you're accused of not knowing who your cabinet members are, how, I'm not sure you want to make a joke when hail to the chief plays. You turn around and say, hmm, I wonder where he is. Because this is what we're all wondering. Do you actually know where you are? Are you actually pulling the strings? My guess is not. I saw a report that Michelle Obama is considering running uh, for the White House now and that she's talked it over with Barack. And the way the article was written, the Obamas are thinking about running for the White House, which then again means we would have 16 years of Barack Obama if that came true. Eight years Barack Obama as president, four years uh, of, of Barack Obama as Joe Biden's puppeteer, and then another four years with Michelle as the mouthpiece. Frightening prospect. Would Michelle be a formidable foe? Uh, yes. There's a lot of people that like her, but like Hillary Clinton, there's a lot of people that despise Michelle Obama. She is not a likable person. All right, let's continue. Now, remember, this is one speech, and these are all gas from one speech. And by the way, guess what? I love it. They said, you're spending all that money. Guess what? That's money saved. Billions of dollars the federal government does not have to pay. Billions and billions of dollars. That's a fact. By the way, how much it cost to make that instrument? The guy invented didn't want to patent it because he wanted it available for everybody. How much it cost to make it? Ten dollars. T E N. Package it in every way. Add all the costs you could possibly think. Another two dollars, maybe three. And the charging four hundred bucks for it? Come on, man. Come on. No, I'm serious. He's serious. He's serious about all this. Now, it's low, but here he goes with his whispering. And then as he's whispering, then he starts screaming again. And this is very common behavior for people with dementia. Uh, They will engage in this very erratic behavior. And then he slurs his words. I mean, we'll play it again for you. And by the way, guess what? I love it. They said, you're spending all that money. Guess what? That's money saved. Billions of dollars the federal government does not have to pay. Billions and billions of dollars. That's a fact. He's so bad. And now listen carefully. He slurs this up good. By the way, how much it cost to make that instrument? The guy invented didn't want to patent it because he wanted it available. More how knows guy, an insulin guy. Is that what he was saying? Something about insulin. You know how much it costs to make that insulin guy. Is there a guy made of insulin? I, I, do I dare try to play it back? By the way, how much it cost to make that insulin? The guy invented didn't want to patent it because he wanted it available. You know how much it cost to make that insulin guy invent it because he didn't want to package it. I don't know, folks. But again, it's not as if this is just a one-off. This is one speech. 
He does this every day, which is why we call it out over and over and over again. Here he is again. We are now, if we don't lose our footing, in the most powerful position we've been since the end of World War II. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Did he just claim that the United States is on the best footing it's been on since World War II on a global stage? America is weaker than it has ever been before. We just saw that the Houthis continue to attack American soldiers in Iraq. We do nothing about it. Yeah, we say we have these little drone strikes that aren't doing anything to take out the Houthis that are that are bombing international cargo ships. Why aren't we literally leveling the Houthis when they attack American soldiers? Some of them have had traumatic brain injuries from these attacks, from the bombs and explosions going off. And yet we do nothing because our enemies are not afraid of us anymore. Stop with it. We're on the top of the world stage. We're not. We're a laughing stock. China's taken advantage of us. I just saw a report that Joe Biden failed to keep track of how much foreign land China was buying up in the United States. We're not on great footing. We're on awful footing. We're not energy (coughs) independent anymore. And we were. But we're not now thanks to Joe Biden. We had that post-war period where we knew exactly what we were talking about. But now, think about it. If we're able to maintain support for Ukraine so they don't fall, as Henry Kissinger, Henry Kissinger called me, asked me to call him about three weeks before he died. And I was a young senator when he was the Secretary of State, so we had our run-ins and our agreements and disagreements. And he said one part of the conversation was when I called. He said, you know, not since Napoleon, not since Napoleon in France, has Europe looked at Russia without fear. So where is he going with this? Because Europe is still looking at Russia with fear. One of the reasons Europe's looking at Russia with fear is because America is MIA. Now, I'm not saying that we need to go and, and face down with Vladimir Putin and have a face-off. We certainly don't need to have a face-off in Ukraine. But I'll never forget the line that President Trump told me to my face. He said, I told Vladimir Putin, if you go into Ukraine, I'll bomb Moscow. Vladimir Putin said, bullshit. And President Trump said, try me. You know those big, beautiful rooftops you got? Kiss them goodbye. Vladimir Putin would not cross President Trump. There's no chance of Vladimir Putin going into Europe. Quite honestly, I don't think there's a chance of Vladimir Putin going into Europe today either. But I do think there is a chance that he takes these smaller countries. He's not going to give up on Ukraine until until somebody on the world stage says enough is enough. What needs to happen is President Trump comes in and says, you two knock it off to Zelensky and Putin. Say, Zelensky, you're going to have to give up some of your land. Putin, if they give you the land, you knock out. And, uh, and Zelensky, you're not joining NATO. End of story, war over. We are, But, but that's not going to happen uh, under Joe Biden, any of those things. So uh, let's keep going. Again, these were picked at random, and it's one one mistake, gaff, stutter, lie after the other. And I love people who say the blood of liberty. Or excuse me, the, excuse me, the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. Well, guess what, man? I didn't see a whole lot of patriots that are out there walking around making sure that we have these weapons. Well, and if you really want to worry about the government, you need an F-16. So here he is again, 
disparaging the Second Amendment for all of us that says, you know what, the Second Amendment is there not for self-defense, not for hunting, not for all those things. It's about standing up to a tyrannical government, which I guess could be would, should be a reason for self-defense. But it was about tyranny. The Second Amendment was about tyranny and making sure the people were armed enough to stand up to a tyrannical government. So here is Joe Biden saying, dare me, man. You don't have F-16s, we do. You telling me you're going you're gonna to carpet bomb an NRA convention? Is that what you're saying, Joe Biden? You're going to take out law-abiding gun owners because you're nervous that they have firearms and we don't have an F-16? It's an outrageous comment. And notice in the beginning, he got, he got the saying wrong because he can't get anything straight. His mind is mush now. And I love people who say, the blood of liberty, or excuse me, the, excuse me, the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. All right, so, so he corrects himself, and then he comes out with this, but I don't even understand what he means. Anybody walking around, seeing, making sure we have weapons? Well, guess what, man? I didn't see a whole lot of patriots that are out there walking around making sure that we have these weapons. I didn't see a bunch of patriots walking around making sure that we have the, who's we? Are you talking about the government? Like, none of it makes sense. I can't decipher it for you, folks, because it's indecipherable. I'll play one more clip, and then we'll get to the Democrats on the Sunday shows spewing just as much delusion as Joe Biden. I have to pass universal background checks. It doesn't violate the Second Amendment, for God's sake. I used to teach the Constitution at the University of Pennsylvania. Wait a second. He just said he used to teach the Constitution at the University of Pennsylvania. He got paid a million dollars a year to be on the staff roles at the University of Pennsylvania, but he never taught a class. He didn't teach anything. He certainly didn't teach the Constitution at Pennsylvania. He never stepped foot in a classroom. He got handed a million-dollar gift from the University of Pennsylvania. So when this ass clown says something like this, I'm here to tell you it's an absolute and utter lie. I have to pass universal background checks. It doesn't violate the Second Amendment, for God's sake. I used to teach the Constitution at the University of Pennsylvania. No, you didn't. I'll tell you what, if it wasn't so serious, I'd be laughing about this. But this is the guy who's supposed to stand up to Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin and and, uh, Kim Jong-un of North Korea, dictators in Venezuela. This guy's not going to hold his own with any of these people. These are dangerous, violent, evil men. Joe Biden can't hang. He can't hang with with, with a four-year-old right now where he is. Um, folks, while I got here, let me tell you about my friends, Midas Gold Group, and then I'm going to play some of these Democrat clips. But this is the reason why when I say now is the time to invest in gold, this is it. We are in a time of crisis. You want gold on hand as a hedge against inflation. You want gold on hand as a privacy play, meaning the government can't come seize the gold that you have that you're putting in your gun safe or maybe hide it in the attic, or bury it in the backyard. They can't just come take it. So there's privacy issues here. Gold has stood the test of time as really being a form of currency as well when things go in the shitter. So 
I would tell all of you, call my friends at Midas Gold Group, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD. Talk to them about how they can help you. And I promise you they can. They're veteran-owned. They're great guys. I know them personally, and I trust them. Best of all, I use Midas Gold Group myself. Talk to them about what's right for you. MidasGoldGroup.com. Uh, all right, folks. I told you I would play you some of the Democrat lawmakers who are absolutely lunatics. Uh, and I can prove to you why they are lunatics. Because you have people like Maggie Haberman, who gets asked tough questions and comes with delusional responses. Is he the and strongest seeing, candidate, though, to take to take on his, Trump his, if he's the nominee? Look, we will be talking about his record. I we have more work to do to be sure. Things are too expensive, That's not especially a yes, housing Senator, and healthcare. Do you think Senator? Do you think President? I Biden? think President Biden has the strongest record to run on that we've seen in a very long time in this country. Joe Biden has the strongest record to run on when gas prices are up 100, 200 at times, three, four, five hundred percent. Inflation is 17 percent higher than it was under Joe Biden. Price, I should say this, inflation is three times higher what it was. Prices are 17% higher on average than what they were under President Trump. Is that a great record? China's making moves on the United States like it has never made moves before. It's buying up farmland everywhere. It runs these spy balloons over our country, running spy balloons over Taiwan, got Taiwan surrounded. China is on the march, man. Is that a good spot for us? Putin invades Ukraine. That didn't happen under Joe Biden. That calls, under Donald Trump, that calls for global instability. When you have Hamas going into Israel, global instability. Houthis attacking our troops in Iraq, global instability. An open border situation which affects our health care here in the United States, overwhelms the system, overwhelms our educational system. Because of open borders, overloads our justice system if Democrats will actually arrest people. And when I say justice, I mean crime. Crime is through the roof because of open borders. Things are not better because of Joe Biden. Things are a hell of a lot worse because of Joe Biden, not to mention transgender mania. I just saw uh, a dude, and I'll call them dudes dressed up as women, won some women's PGA event. Why is a guy playing in a women's PGA event? Professional golf. Shouldn't be. All right. Uh, here's Senator Chris Coons. Oh, here. Well, let's listen to what he has to say. As inflation has come down, prices have come down, and as we're beginning to see the impact in people's pocketbooks of President Biden's leadership. No. People have about $2,000 less a year than they did under President Trump. That's a lot. And he makes a a, a claim here, which is a common lie, because he confuses inflation coming down with prices coming down. That's not what that means. Listen. As inflation has come down, prices have come down, and as we're beginning to see the impact. So he says as inflation comes down, prices come down. That's not what happens. Inflation is the rate of growth the rate at which prices are increasing. So if inflation comes down from 5% to 3%, it means that the prices that were growing at 5% are now still growing, 
but they're only growing at a rate of 3%. So the prices are just going up slower, but they're still going up. Chris Coons tries to make the claim that because inflation comes down, prices comes down. No, inflation is the rate of growth. If you're at 1% inflation, the prices grew 1% over the year. If you're at 5% inflation, they grow 5% over the year or month to month or however you're measuring it. When inflation comes down, it doesn't mean prices comes down unless you get to deflation where you're minus 1%, minus 2%, where the actual price of consumer goods are falling. He knows this, though, but he actively tries to, to deceive you and confuse you by showing the inflation coming down. He wants you to think prices are coming down. They aren't. But the American people know this because all you have to do is go to the grocery store and you know what you were paying under President Trump, but you know what you're paying now. A lot more. All right, this is Democrat Representative Jim Himes <clears throat> about Americans dying if we don't do something overseas. I guess apparently forgetting about Americans dying because of crime and an open border situation here at home. So every Republican understands, and we all understand this because we're in politics. You know, your average American sitting at the, at the, at the table right now with a cup of coffee may not really worry too much about exactly where the Russian line is in Ukraine. But when it comes down to a debate, we have whether we're going to send troops to defend Taiwan or to stop a Hezbollah invasion in Israel or to stop some crazy activity by North Korea. History shows that when we stand down from our role in the world, bad, bad things happen that eventually result in Americans dying. He is correct on many of those things can result in Americans dying if we don't have a strong leader. But Americans are dying right now because of an open border crisis. He's worried about Ukraine's borders more than he's worried about our own southern border. You have fentanyl coming in that's killing everyday Americans, people that weren't expecting, didn't even know they were taking fentanyl, overdosing uh, on a deadly powerful drug that they didn't even understand they were taking. This is a catastrophic situation that's happening on the border. You've got crime coming in, gang members, drunk drivers. That's one of the huge killers of American citizens by illegals, drunk driving. Many of the angel families, those that have lost a loved one to the hands of an illegal, it's often at drunk driving. This guy, Jim Himes, doesn't want to recognize anything about the southern border. You want to save American lives? Close down the border. Then we can worry about the other stuff. But let's take care of America uh, here at home first. I think that would be the smart play. So they have to come up with these lies because RNC Research put together this little montage of Joe Biden flubs and gas. Not the ones I just played from you last week, but flubs and gas as proof that his just his mental decline is at a point where it is a national security risk. So I'll play this. I, uh, um, anyway, the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway, from, from, uh, uh, Char- excuse me, from Charlotte, one, uh, another line going from in, in Florida down to Tampa. Of Putin's kleptocracy, yeah. And, and, and Joan, Shingang, Shanga, 
$159,000 billion lead. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him uh, foot. The idea that um, Los Angeles and, uh, and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? For two reasons. One, to... We haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is, uh, um, let me say it another way. But the nature, not a solid meeting with, um, with uh, the, uh, they make a very good point. Here's the deal. Here's what drives the driver in the states that are affected. Here's what you can do, the drivers. We want to expand pre-K for three- and four-year-olds, millions of pre-K students. um, That, folks, is the commander-in-chief. If he can get an order out, is it even going to be a comprehensible order? You got to understand what he's saying. Is it going to be rooted in critical thinking, a well-thought-out order? I don't think so. I don't think he has the ability to critical think. I don't think he has the ability to take in information, process it, and then spit it out as an order as a commander-in-chief. This guy's in big, big trouble. And all the signs, to me, are pushing towards dementia, and I don't think you could have a president uh, with dementia in the White House. I I never thought you could up until Joe Biden entered. Um, let me play for you a clip of how it's supposed to be done. Normally, I would play President Trump here, but I'm going to play one of President Trump's friends, Dana White, the head of the UFC, the founder and CEO and president of uh, UFC, you know, the uh, martial arts fighting league. Um, he was asked about his outspoken fighters. About like. You obviously give a long leash to your fighters about, you know, what they can say when they are up there with a UFC microphone and you are getting into territory of homophobia, transphobia. Like, is there... I don't give anybody a leash. Well, I'm saying you... A leash? I'm... St- like Free speech. Like when... Control what people say. Going to tell people what to believe. Going to tell people... I don't fucking tell any other human being what to say, what to think, and there's no leashes. On any of them. What is your question? I was asking that question. I'll move on, though. Yeah, uh, probably a good idea. You just, that's ridiculous to say I give somebody a leash. Free speech, brother. People can say whatever they want, and they can believe whatever they want. Try it. Free speech. Try supporting it. I'm going to ask you who's the ones being censored across America, Canada, the globe. It's conservatives that are being censored. By and large, Democrats run all these media outlets, social media companies run by Democrats, liberals. They censor conservatives over and over again and give liberals the leeway to say whatever they want, including lies. If you believe in free speech, if you believe in America, you got to embrace it. Embrace free speech. Embrace America. Dana White does. I'll tell you, I've been part of, of organizations where You didn't get free speech, but at least I was working at an organization where I was being paid to speak. It is up to them 
to, in some respects, decide what I can and cannot say because I'm being paid by them. And if they don't like what I have to say, then it's their purview to fire me. That's not an infringement of free speech. You you, you can't go to work for Real America's Voice and be pro-Biden. You're not going to last there. That's not what the network's about. It's not a free speech thing. It's just a bad fit. In this situation, you've got athletes. Yes, they make a living through the UFC, but they're talking about their personal opinions. That has nothing to do with the UFC. Why would you let them talk? I would think Dana White, if he had athletes that were pushing for Joe Biden, he'd let him do that too. What's the difference? He's trying to sell tickets to have you come watch them fight. Now, I don't think it's a coincidence that the mono mano idea of winners and losers in mixed martial arts, ultimate fighting, they tend to be conservatives. Survival of the fittest, baby. Work hard. The ones with the most talent wins. It's not about equity, meaning each guy is going to get the same amount of victories by the end of the season. It's about equality. Each fighter gets a chance to fight. You get a chance. You lose. That's on you. If you win, we gave you the chance, the opportunity. I, I can understand why they're all conservatives. But Dana White's been a great voice for conservatism, and I give him a big thanks uh, for that. All right, folks, that's... Uh, going to do it for us today um please go to my website grantstinchfield.com grantstinchfield.com stinchfield 1776 on just about all the social media platforms and uh, it's so great to be along with you real america's voice tonight 7 p.m eastern time uh we're going to go after a democrat congressman who attacked an angel mom a, a woman who lost her her daughter at the hands of an illegal alien. This Democrat attacks her during a hearing. We're going to break that down for you tonight on the Real America's Voice show. But again, GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield.com. Please go there, subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate you and are grateful for you. Stinchfield's Army Rolls. Thanks for watching.